0: Side sci-fi sidebar i'm
1: your co-host cc and i'm peter your other co-host
0: today we are talking about isaac asimov's foundation now i know what you're thinking
1: (laughs) just the first one
0: (laughs) you guys i had a much harder problem or a much harder time getting through these books than i thought and i was way busier at work this week than i thought so here's what actually happened
1: i sent cc the books over uh over digital format to read and she forgot how to read because she's only listened to audiobooks. I <laughs> Basically. So. so I did eventually buy the
0: audiobook. <laughs> it's what I'm saying. That Which appeared, is why I like, was able to finish it in time to record
1: and release this episode before Monday. That appeared on like Thursday or something. And I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck, she bought it.
0: <laughs> oh, you saw it? Yes. You're like, oh, bad sign, bad sign. We only have a couple days. <laughs> and to throw a wrench into it, our cousin got married yesterday. So That fucker. That, c- congratulations, fucker. <laughs> you yeah. screwed up our podcast and got yourself hitched. <laughs> um, we're very happy for him, but it did cut into my reading time substantially. So
1: well, yes. I have failed you
0: once more. Um, But we are still going to do the next book uh foundation and empire right peter yes that's it uh we're going to do that one uh, for our next episode so we're back to the two-parter format for a minute
1: yay well it's not two-part technically there are two
0: books so like that's true but we've never done two books in a series sequentially before
1: i don't think we've ever gone back to the second book in a series yet
0: well we oh, did we the Bob
1: of our series all together that's right. We did do the Bob for series together. But we did but like But you're three right. We haven't done a sequel episodes. yet.
0: We should do a sequel soon.
1: Well, yeah. Cece, so let's discuss our, our schedule right now. Right now. For all the listeners. Yes. It's love it. raw,
0: real footage. Just like your existential is... crisis you were having earlier <laughs> because of <No>. your hangover. Cece,
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Shh. laughs> they can't know I drink. Well, you just. Ooh. You're 21
0: now. It's okay. <laughs> you no, Cece, you just
1: threw like all the Mormons out. All oh, right, no. all our Mormon listeners Listen, we had are now no longer listening.
0: Mormons, I don't drink.
1: <laughs> Listen, no. Mormons, I love your music.
0: <laughs> are you talking about Piano Guys?
1: I'm talking about the Book of Mormon.
0: Also true, and the Piano Guys, and also I really, really want to go to Utah. So I hope we're still cool
1: with the Mormons. Yeah, I think I think we're square with them. Okay, be all right.
0: <laughs> that's reassuring. Really
1: so. We are doing uh, just one foundation this week, but I think there's a decent amount to talk about. And if not, well, you got a shorter episode, so lucky you.
0: But we say that all the time, and it's never a shorter episode, so.
1: Yeah, because we're full of lies.
0: Yeah, and hot air that we just have to let out <laughs> for recording. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so. Should
0: so we dive I guess in? let's
1: yeah I I think let's start let's let's dive in. Uh, I think we start. At the beginning. What do you think?
0: Novel idea.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking out here spitting truth.
0: <laughs> oh my god, here is not so, in his sp- best state.
1: So it all starts with the psychohistorians on Trantor.
0: You know what uh, I love about psychohistorians? What's that? Just sort of like as a profession. They're basically behavioral economists, but I don't think behavioral economics was a field yet. So... <laughs> Yeah, gossip no. Just named it psychohistory,
1: which is fucking cooler. Yeah, Petition to change the name behavioral of
0: behavioral economics.
1: Behavioral economy, uh economics. And both of us just fucked up that word.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just pulled it off better.
1: I just well, I fucked it up then fixed it.
0: Uh, yeah, I just I bluffed my way through. It's those like a cross guys. Between behavioral economics and sociology is basically what Harry Seldon does.
1: Yeah. And it's fucking cool because the name is Psychohistorian. It's kind anyway, of cool. I don't know Except enough about those fu-
0: The history part doesn't make any sense because it's all about the future.
1: No, the, psycho- histori- the historian part is he built the, the, um, the study off of like trends in the past.
0: I guess that's fair. He built the entire
1: fair. thing based off the past.
0: And they kind of stop using the term Psychohistorian very frequently. They keep, start just talking about psychology straight up.
1: Yeah, well, so that's kind of a weird thing about the foundation is that there are no psychologists in the foundation.
0: Yeah, it is weird that nobody noticed that or, like, gave a shit about it for a very long time.
1: Well, they they had, like, one huge psychologist. Like, there was, like, one guy who was, like, a master of the field. Yeah. But he didn't teach much. Yeah, he he didn't teach people past the basics. Right. And after that, it was just nothing else. Exactly. That was it. It is weird... But on the other hand, the first people going out there were the encyclopedias, who were kind of useless.
0: Well, no, they weren't useless. They were highly They were, h- they were highly scholars who called themselves scientists. Yes. Okay. They were I'll... writing down metadata, basically. Yeah, okay, yeah. And being like, That's I'm good. a physicist. And it's like, well, you're not.
1: I mean, you're a, you're a secretary. You've
0: been trained. <laughs> that's, that's too that's too mean. I mean, you've been trained in physics so that you can understand this stuff and record it. You're like an archivist, but mm, I mean, which is obviously nice. very valuable. And like, I was I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty bummed out when they were like, we're not doing the encyclopedia anymore. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Although apparently it still gets made because there's all those outtakes
1: from it. I think what probably happens is there's just still a group of people doing it.
0: It did kind of seem like that might be going on.
1: I feel like it's just like, okay, they're no longer in power, but there's probably still going to be encyclopedias working on
0: it. They're they're not like a priority anymore.
1: Yeah, but it is still like a valuable resource to have an encyclopedia of the summary of human knowledge.
0: Yeah, it's pretty awesome.
1: Like, that would be pretty cool.
0: It's like... And and one that's, like, reliable, too. Because I was going to say, I mean, we sort of have that in the internet, but you have to, like, make sure that you're getting it from the right sources, whereas the encyclopedia would theoretically be the right source, you know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
1: So it's a cool idea, and, you know, I, I like it. Um, I like the fact that, like, that was... I, one of the things I really like about this is that kind of, like, that was a great excuse to send the group far away to do it. Like at the trial when Seldon was was going through it he mm-hmm. was like yeah um we uh we're just gonna do that and we're gonna the encyclopedia is gonna save humanity and everyone's like alright yeah cool that makes sense
0: why and... do you think it had to be a resource poor planet?
1: uh I think because they were sending a huge collection of scientists and shit and They have, you know, theoretically, they have all the knowledge they need to build a real sick army or arsenal. I also think that it just hadn't been colonized and therefore was available. Because it hadn't been colonized because it was resource poor.
0: Uh, I don't know. It's not like it was the only empty planet in the galaxy, though.
1: I mean, the only thing I can
0: think of is that, like, Selden wanted them to have to
1: reach out to the, like, adjacent planet systems. Well, Seldon didn't suggest that one. Seldon suggested, like, there were... I mean, he Seldon didn't suggest any. There were just several candidates that he was potential. He's like, all right, one of these is most likely to get picked. Oh. I thought he wanted yeah, Sel- Terminus. Like, Sel- no. Seldon had, like, a list of, like, ten plans or something that he had a plan for each of them. Oh, okay. They were prepared to go to any of them. Um, He liked Terminus because it was so far away, and it wasn't... Re- really super nearby other inhabited systems like obviously there were inhabited systems as seen later in the four kingdoms right but they weren't like super super close by right that's true um but you're right it might be if he did intentionally do it it's because he did it to reach make force them to reach out although they didn't really though I mean they did they just did it
0: in like the most manipulative shitty way possible (laughs) No, 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 no. They didn't
1: reach out. They were found. Like... ah,
0: uh, see what you're Yeah, they were they kind of, didn't... like, fine with carrying on. Well, no. Actually, no. They needed resources from an external source. And when the Empire got, you know, cut off... uh, What's-his-face Hardin was like, well, obviously now we have to deal with, like, the Four Kingdoms because
1: they're the only source we've got because they're the ones cutting us off. Yeah, but there was no, like... I think that was mostly a, well, okay, if we deal with them in a way... I think, like, their aggression came first. Because there was, like, if we deal with them in a way that gives us resources, that's great. But I think, like, very much that they were content to be left alone.
0: Mm, I don't know. I They they, oh. they were very specifically like, what are we going to fucking do now that, like, we've been cut off?
1: Also, I will say that the... Uh, the Four Kingdoms were starting shit before the coup and before Harry Seldon appeared so like clearly they weren't because the encyclopedias were still in charge they weren't going out and being proactive and building that relationship because they all thought the Empire was just going to come back and bring them more resources
0: yeah which is kind of weird okay here's what confused me about like the timeline of this whole thing so Seldon's out here he's like the Empire is going to fall within 300 years and then a dark age will descend upon the galaxy that could last 30,000 years or 1,000 years if we do like establish the foundations. <clears throat> but it kind of right. seemed like the Dark Ages had started like, well, basically around the 50-year mark. So but like, because if we go by, I think we're still within 300 years of Seldon I- over the course much so. of this book. So have we not yeah, I mean, gotten those, to the true Dark Ages yet?
1: No, 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 no. Because the Dark Ages are like, there is anarchy, there is like no no nuclear, there are no nucleics left. There is, you know, like, um, there is no empire left. There is still an empire at this time. And the yeah, empire is still very shattered. powerful. No, it's not really.
0: I mean, there's there's a core, but it's still like, I don't know. It I, is guess, no longer, I guess it's, it's dying, not
1: dead. But I'm the, like, exactly. if this isn't the Dark Ages, then why then what the fuck are the Dark Ages gonna look like? The, the fucking Dark Ages are there's no remnants of the Empire left. Because look at the four kingdoms, right? They were all provinces. Like they were yeah. imperial provinces that declared independence. hmm So that's still a remnant of the Empire. And they still treat with the Empire. You know, they're not obviously not subservient to them, but they still deal with them to an extent. Yeah. Uh they also know they shouldn't go try to fuck with the Empire, because the Empire still has a pretty massive fleet. Well, it kinda seemed like I don't know. It seemed like we were dipping into the Dark Ages, at least in the periphery. Because, like,
0: Terminus didn't even know that the Empire still existed, for sure, until um, Mallow went out and met that guy. That old guy.
1: Right. Um, Mallow, I don't remember his name. Bar? His son, I think his name but... was Bar? I don't know. It wasn't in my summary that I read after. <laughs> I, read I read the book, like, a week and a half ago, and I've forgotten a lot of it. Um, <laughs> so I read a summary to catch myself back up. Anyway, so the... I think that the the idea is that the Dark Ages is the entire galaxy is without a a real strong governing hand, right? So like you know, at least the four kingdoms, while obviously they're not fucking great guys or great kingdoms, they aren't like committing mass murder or starting, you know, cults or (laughs) shit like that. Is that what it's supposed to be like? Like a
0: like a zombie apocalypse type thing universe wide?
1: Well, I think it's like a Apocalypse. Like a I'm not sure. I'm not sure like zom- all these no, people. I don't think the zombies involved. I just no, think no, it's no, fucking like a bunch of tyrannical leaders who are you know, creating like cults of personality and you know, killing people and doing whatever they want and or even like total loss of space travel. Like that would be to an, an inter like a uh, to a galaxy wide empire, the loss of space travel would be the greatest fucking dark age. That's
0: true. That's true. That and like communication. Well you know yes. what's interesting, Peter? Dad said something today, completely unrelated to this, that like actually shed a lot of light on the story for me. He was talking about Pompeii, which led into like talking about the fall of Rome, basically. Uh-huh. And it he was just like he just like exclaimed, like, How did we backslide so much? Like we went from Rome, which is, like, the height of culture and engineering in the ancient world, just, like, into into the Dark Ages, into our personal Dark Ages, where, like, there was, you know, poor water supplies and, like, disease and poverty and, like, very little writing and, you know, education was, like, next to nothing. There was nothing being built except
1: castles, basically. Right. and I
0: was like oh shit is this one big
1: allegory for that <laughs> you know what like I thought that too though like how because the dark ages on you know on earth was like 700 years wasn't it
0: uh yeah so, uh, 700 maybe even a thousand honestly like what happened like, between like, like 300 AD. and 1300
1: yeah no it's fucking like in some parts of what obviously had codes like the Eastern Roman Empire was and the later so later the Byzantine was still strong. Yeah, uh, but, like, most that, of Europe was just kind uh, of a mess. The, yeah, the Ottoman Empire was the height of culture at, mm-hmm. in that region. Um, mm-hmm. You know, very, very much not an issue. Uh, but, like, you're right. All of Europe was fucking descended into barbar barbarism? Barbarism is the word, yes. Barbarism. And, we were and it's talking just, about... like... Go ahead. We were just even talking about,
0: like, the roads. Like, nobody kept up the roads or, like, the aqueducts. Or, like, all of these things, that could just be universally useful... <laughs> just fell to ruin because nobody wanted to take care of
1: them. Basically, my theory is this: you spend so long, and for the case of Rome, you know, Rome, the uh, pu- the Republic of Rome was like one hundred BC, right? Um,
0: no, longer than that because Do you think it's there... older than that because the Empire of Rome had already started by the time of Christ, right?
1: You're right. By so by maybe zero. 200 BC okay but so like say roughly five to six hundred years of rome Mm -hmm. total so you have five to six hundred years of of rome and during that time in areas that rome controlled the roman empire was the authority there was no other authority so like if you needed water the roman empire was building aqueducts if you needed to get somewhere they were building roads right and you it gets to the point where like in most places who the fuck knew who the roman empire was they knew like their local guy and that was it yeah. But like, you know, these engineers are being brought in from elsewhere to build the roads and shit like that. So there's always someone yeah, you're else. Not building doing, the roads. Maybe, maybe you were you're doing not the, the,
0: monitoring the atomic power.
1: Yeah, you're not, you know, you're moving the rocks or you're moving the metal. You're not building it like the, the thing at the end or you're not, you know, researching shit. So at this right. point, they've established a mindset as under Rome was Rome will provide like the Roman Empire will, will take care of this. Yeah. And yeah, there's some bad stuff happening to the Romans, but obviously, looking at history, life was incredibly improved by the Roman rule as compared to the rest of the region, the rest of the world, or even um, after Rome fell.
0: Yeah, uh, like, if you were a ages. subject in good standing, like, you were pretty much made. Even if you weren't You're a living the life. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so, like, that's a pretty fucking high peak. But then as soon as the Roman Empire falls, as soon as that, you know, that center of the power rome trantor falls it's or loses influence on the on the on its edges
0: ceases it being able to provide that
1: support. yeah exactly and so everyone's going like oh well, someone else will do it they've established yeah. that mindset someone else will take care of the infrastructure yeah
0: like the roads that's not my job
1: yeah i'm not the road guy i'm the farm guy and all <laughs> of a sudden there's only farm guys left. but we're all farm guys <laughs> which one of us is the road guy <laughs> I'm the richest
0: farm guy. You all work for me. Fight. <laughs> no, that's totally yeah. true. Like the, the the comparisons can definitely be drawn, yeah. I and mean, I really do think it's... like Roman works in engineering are basically the same as like atomic power in this world.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's uh, it, it's kind of very it's it's a very sad thing to see though, because like looking back sad. at Rome, because I I loved Roman history. I would. I consumed every bit of Roman history I could find for like a long time. Yeah. And it was like very sad to see that because I was like looking at the Dark Ages in school. I was like, shit, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Imagine if we had. Imagine if we had that extra thousand years of human development in there, and we didn't just fucking crumple. No, you're like, right. Where, where would we be now?
0: But we totally got reset.
1: In like, I six mean, like some six years.
0: some few things stuck around. But not much. Technologically we were just stagnated for a millennium.
1: Yeah, nothing if it if we were able to maintain it through like the records of the church or the Ottoman Empire being able to save things, like or if Eastern. we saved anything, we were just what's up?
0: Or is there like the Eastern Roman Empire or what have you?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um anything we saved was just it stayed. Like it was just preserved. It wasn't improved upon. Yeah. So exactly. like Let's roll over and now and look at the the Foundation series with the fall of the Galactic Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the I think the interesting thing about the Foundation is that they are doing that preserving of knowledge. Like this huge core of the best in their fields of scientists that are the best in their fields went to this nowhere backwater and tried to preserve the knowledge. Right. So what the plan was was to just preserve knowledge. Look at our dark ages. That's what we did what, or what the, the public plan was. <laughs> but Harry Seldon it in the background saying, no, fuck that, that's not enough. We need, you need to keep growing. We need, yeah, we need to establish a, a new society who doesn't accept this stagnation, this we're good where we are idea. Yeah. I think it's the most powerful thing about the Foundation.
0: Yeah, no, I think you're right. It's like just sort of hanging on to what has already been achieved. There's not... A lot of value in that. It's better than losing that as well, but it's not. But good, it's the be bare minimum.
1: Good. Yeah, it's the absolute minimum you could achieve to to still not be a complete failure, basically. Like, but to I not do to, like, think losing society.
0: I do think the foundation is a really it's operating in a serious ethical gray area because they are just so like manipulative and patriarchal towards all the other societies. It's it's like a little white man's burden you know? It's a little manifest destiny. Well, here's <laughs> like, the other thing. We're educated. You're barbaric. We're gonna make you worship us.
1: <laughs> there was not a single woman in the first book.
0: <laughs> yes. Peter, yes. I was gonna say that eventually. I'm glad you noticed. There, there is one woman, and she's a bitch.
1: <laughs> is there?
0: <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the Commodora.
1: He oh, is married yeah. married off.
0: And then, I forgot she
1: was in the first book. Like, yeah, okay. she was married off for a political marriage. Yes! And then, Very empowering.
0: And then Malo's whole victory, just like to skip to part five real quick, was sort of like set on angry housewives. And I'm like, Asimov, <laughs> why do you think that nothing has changed about gender relations since when you wrote this? Like, it always amazes me with some of these old sci fi books where they're like, they can have so so many great lofty ideas about like how the world has changed, but like they're still mostly housewives.
1: <laughs>
0: they're who are mad that their dishwashers aren't working right, so they won the war. <laughs> like God. No, okay. I- and then and then Mallow's friend was getting all mad at him and I was like, Haven't you heard of the women's march on Versailles? It's like, what gotta you know, uh, fucking, what's his name? Louis Sixteenth, and, and Marie Antoinette to move into the city. Like, they, they get shit done. Listen, don't get me wrong. Angry housewives can get shit done, but... They're
1: very good at organizing.
0: <laughs> very good at organizing and being like, these men need our help. <laughs> but all the same, I was like, this is a, an extremely... I, I don't, it's like a little sexist in that it thinks that nothing's changed, but I just want to be more like... I don't know it's just like woman
1: ignorant it's like, so i will say this it's woman negative there's no women there is a, there is a woman in the second book who has a very she's one of the she's one of the uh, protagonists thank so, god do you think you was criticized
0: for it when you published this and even like no because it was the 50s there could be women sci-fi fans in the 50s who are like um uh...
1: no there couldn't <laughs> don't be ridiculous <laughs> Women don't like sci-fi in the 50s.
0: Well, I'm just saying, if anyone was going to come after an author for not including women in their books, it would be female sci-fi fans in the 50s because
1: those girls just didn't care what anyone thought of them. Yeah, apparently, right? But <laughs> here's what I'm saying, like... What do they send him? Hate mail? Like, there was no internet. <laughs> With less than
0: 140 characters.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: On 280 characters. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. But yeah, I'm like, honestly... Maybe not, because, like, how do you get Isaac Asimov's address? I guess you sent it to the publisher?
0: Yeah, probably the publisher.
1: All, all I'm saying is, I think it's unlikely that he would have gotten Like, I think today.
0: Maybe his wife was like, um, Dude. Isaac. Did, did nobody Isaac? point this out to you? Did no one tell you? You have one woman, and she's awful.
1: She's and, just the fucking worst.
0: And she's just bitter because she was married off for political reasons. Like,
1: come on. To a shitty place. To a
0: shitty place. <laughs>
1: a barbarian place anyway yes i i think it's i think on one level it's fucking hilarious yeah i mean you
0: gotta laugh at it right it's it's such an
1: intentional aversion it's not like most characters are men it's like there's fucking one woman (laughs)
0: literally anytime she's on screen she's nagging her husband and being placated with jewelry oh god it's so bad You're right know it's like so it it almost seems deliberately ignorant
1: yeah Isaac's like let's go fuck it's like
0: he's trying to
1: provoke women <laughs> he maybe he wanted it.
0: to know if he had any female fans and this was his
1: easiest way of finding out uh, fuck that's genius <laughs> cc don't you hate gay people what well, sh- no what no that's this is the other two no no cc shh we're gonna find <laughs> out if we have gay people fans, so let's, let's make fun of gay people for a little bit.
0: I don't understand. What's happening?
1: No, see, see, see. If we make fun of gay people for a little bit, then they'll email us, and we'll know we have gay fans. <laughs> oh, it's the Just Asimov. Just like Isaac It's oh, the okay, Asimov. Okay, okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. You mean the move?
0: Okay, that's that's not bad.
1: That was
0: funny. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a minute, and I was like, I'll give you this one. This is not bad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so it's honestly hilarious, because, like, fuck, there is one woman, and she's just nags. Nice. Um, it, there's a, I'll tell you what CC, I, this is the only, so far, I think there might be only one woman in the second one, too. But, she's pretty cool. Although, she does have, like, a very, like, the role she plays is very motherly towards, like, a well. shitty, to, like, a, a one of the characters. She's, like, she's a wife, and she's mothering.
0: mm well, that's okay. I mean, those aren't some to... fundamentally bad
1: things. She does something... I know, but it's like... It's very much a traditional women's role. Anyway, we can yes, talk about that too two weeks. Yes, That is true. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that book yet. Because I haven't read it. <laughs> 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 yes. Okay. All right. So, um... Oh,
0: you know what else hasn't aged well about this book? Oh, what now? You know what else hasn't aged well? Oh, what? The language. The slang. Yeah.
1: I'm telling you, it's, like, fucking hard to read,
0: right? <laughs> no, I mean, like, space only knows, and great space, and, <laughs> and oh. galloping galaxies.
1: <laughs> uh, there's a guy in the second one that just says, unprintable. Unprintable? Unprintable. Unprintable. Yes.
0: What do you mean? He just says- That's, that... his,
1: that's his curse word, unprintable.
0: Unprintable! Is he a journalist? No, he's Ugh. a scientist Interesting, interesting Anyway, you know it's good. We haven't had any scientists, we've had like politicians and traders So I'm curious to see what a scientist is like yeah, I, I guess yeah. we had Gaul, but he didn't really count
1: Um, I mean he's a mathematician
0: That's that's
1: a science With Different, different end of. of the spectrum Yes, true sure, sure, And sure. I did mean spectrum <laughs> That
0: was it, deliberate choice of words
1: Yeah, it's for the record
0: but yeah, no, the, so the the like spacey slang was uh,
1: a little hard to swallow. All right, I we are we are reading a book from a, like in a time period where they don't know where Earth is, so like yeah, you know uh, it.
0: But it's space like they it...
1: took they took idioms that we
0: use today and just replaced God with space. Space damned. <laughs> like, I don't know if it was this idea that you know. Cause it, okay, this is another thing I wanted to talk about, but it seems like to Asimov the, the cultural, like nuclei of the galaxy are atheistic, you know, like if you want to be advanced and like technological and cultural and blah, 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 then it's an atheistic society. Like it didn't seem like there was a lot of religion in the empire. And it almost seemed like religion was tied to cultural decay, in other areas where they're like, "Oh look at these idiots and their religion."
1: <laughs> Especially when you look at the Four Kingdoms, where the Foundation literally starts a religion, literally to starts control a religion the there, kingdoms.
0: which is like such a weird population-wide conspiracy on the part of like everyone who lives in the Foundation and is in on it. <laughs> the fact that the,
1: no, Cece. Like, more than you, I think, are realizing, because, like, they fucking brought the, like, quote-unquote priests to the Foundation. So, like, if someone fucking spilled the beans on the street...
0: <laughs> no, I know. I thought about that too, cause I was like, well, you know, maybe if there, If it's, like, only a few, like, um, ambassadors and things interact with the actual people of, like, Anacreon, etc., then you could kind of keep that secret. But they actually had an education... On the
1: on terminus, so everybody had to like keep the secret. May all right. Maybe they kept them secluded. Maybe they ever had like a little like a, like a compound or some sort of like.
0: Maybe they would have had to, right?
1: Maybe they had a walt seminary.
0: <laughs> I'm trying. Like the only analogy I can come up with is Santa Claus. <laughs> we do a shitty job of <laughs> keeping that secret. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait. Imagine if they did keep a secret to like a couple ambassadors and like the priests and shit. Mm-hmm. Imagine being like, "All right, welcome to the ambassadorial corps. All right, um, sit down."
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys have some we weird have, shit,
1: huh? <laughs> <laughs> we we have constructed a completely man-made religion, <laughs> uh, and, to control them. Um, but yes. it's cool.
0: Harry Seldon would have wanted it this way. Are you sure?
1: Yes. Positive. I honestly, I bet they all fucking high fived themselves after he appeared and was like, "You guys probably used religion to control the the neighboring nations."
0: Did he specifically say that? I think so. Maybe. I
1: think I remember, I think I remember being like, "That's weirdly specific."
0: <laughs> but okay. God, he was because the rest of the time he was totally useless. He just came in and he was like, "You had a crisis, huh? I know you did. Okay, otherwise you wouldn't be watching this." Alright, there's more to come. Bye! I'm just gonna keep reading my book. <laughs> and he just picks up Sorcerer's Stone. He's like, this is great stuff.
1: Oh man, I wish we saved this. Do you guys bring a copy? I hope so. <laughs> the next time he appears, he just reads the Sorcerer's Stone out loud.
0: <laughs> no, the next time he appears, he reads Chamber of Secrets out loud.
1: <laughs> Quick, get some paper. <laughs> Alright, um... Oh, yes. So... Here's another thing I want to talk about. The... uh Oh no! Wait, fuck! I had something else to say about that. So I think him appearing is like, congrats! You're still on the right path, because like towards the I end guess, of the book, yeah, the foundationers, like the foundationers are going like, oh, "We're fucking unstoppable because we're on Harry Selden's Harry, Harry plan, like this his plan for you to us to form the new the new empire, right?
0: Yeah,
1: and it's very much I, I, it's a little manifest destiny. Yeah. He, yeah. Like, this is our future. We will control the galaxy.
0: Yeah, no, it totally is. A lot of this is Manifest destiny This fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little problematic, but also just super interesting. So what can you do? It's a great look into his he- brain, you know? Yeah, that's I true. Can, uh... I don't know literally anything about
1: Asimov. Uh, I knew he had a funny last name. <laughs> that's all I got. Good job, Peter. Yay. Yay. so yes um all right one of the other things i want to talk about is i love 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 that nuclear is the answer for everything yes totally
0: it's, <laughs> They're like, it's very 50s
1: <laughs> it is so 50s it's like oh yeah no we just nuclear energy the fucking bat too cheap to meter like so much energy so much usefulness And, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm a fucking president of the American Nuclear Society Club in my school. Like, I I like nuclear. I'm for nuclear energy. However, this is I'm for nuclear energy, nuclear medicine, all that. But, fuck this.
0: This is so far in the future that they don't know where Earth is, as you mentioned. And, like, everything's still nuclear. Like, our power source hasn't changed at
1: all. I mean, like... Once we square away fusion power, I think we're in business. But I don't think they did. I think they're still using fission. It's fission.
0: It's still nuclear fission. (laughs) But it's just like, the the one thing I do say is that they have miniaturized it and they've made it like super safe and super like manipulable in a way that nuclear power is not. But thank God because they've
1: had millennia to do it. So I'm glad they achieved something. I'm glad they did something with their time instead of just dicking around with fucking balls of nuclear energy. <laughs>
0: like, Rick. oh shit, hang on.
1: Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so, yes, the, uh, no, so yeah, that's just like a weird, a real weird thing that I, I, I'm it, not it is parent. really strange,
0: it, it, no. but you're right. No, it's, it's extremely a artifact of the time, just like the housewives thing.
1: Yeah, no, it's like, well, I mean, at the time it was like, yeah, like, nuclear is the answer to everything. It'll fix medicine. It was like, medicine. guys,
0: we cracked it.
1: We yeah, figured we out found the ultimate the technology.
0: Secret.
1: Yeah, nuclear. We can do medicine. We can do weapons. We can do all this shit. I like how they carry blasters that shoot, like, blasts of radiation at people. It's <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> That's Our fucking cork. morbid. But like, then they shit. also have, like, radiation shields that everyone just wears on their belts.
0: Well, only foundationers. Yes, well, yeah, only foundationers. Because I guess. I guess that one of the main things that they've been doing ever since like the first Selden message was just being like, okay, well, I guess let's like start improving on shit and like become oh no like sort of revitalize engineering because it doesn't seem like there was much engineering going on anywhere for like
1: fifty years.
0: Shit, Cece, actually, you know
1: what I realized? (laughs) Um, they didn't miniaturize shit in thirty thousand years.
0: Yeah, that's what I
1: realized. Because all the Empire's shit is massive. It's, like, grand scale. It's, like, efficient. But That's true. All of that happened nuclear... on the Foundation. Yeah. In, like, 50 years. Because they did it, and they specifically mentioned this, because they had no fucking metal. So they are like, alright, we gotta make do with them a lot less. <clears throat> so they have, like, little, like, you know, tiny nuclear generators oh, that can right. fit on your neck and shit. Well, they, yeah. really, they really
0: caught up, like, on all that time that they wasted. Because they, they made some
1: strides fast.
0: I'm not saying
1: they caught up. <laughs> That's 30,000 years of Galactic Empire.
0: But, Peter, in 30,000 years, they also never stopped using nuclear energy, so, I mean.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. They were doing shit. (laughs) Did you guys, like, did they have, like, a nice scientist burning and just kill all them off?
0: I don't know. Maybe. Maybe the scientists were dissenting too
1: much. The scientists were like, hey, can we guys get some, like, can we have funding or something? Can we build new stuff? No. (laughs) Please, fuck you. I'm killing you. (laughs) Shut up. You dead. Shut up! I shoot you with my nuclear blaster.
0: <laughs> Silence! I have everything I need.
1: <laughs> I have a radiation ticker in my hand. It's fucking ridiculous. It's also like terrifying. Like fuck, guys. <laughs> you
0: really cool. just leaned hard into this.
1: This nuclear you really, thing, huh? You made this your entire technology basis, huh? You got nothing else, huh? <laughs> uh, What's yes. the um? What is the remember the scale for civilizations? there's like five uh, stages we're not like in the first stage yet
0: you, we as we humanity
1: aren't? like right now like we aren't america no like the planet earth we as humanity
0: we haven't made it's, it to the first stage then what are they basing this scale on that's a bad energy scale consumption.
1: no it's energy consumption and our oh, ability oh, to even for like, energy.
0: interstellar civilizations
1: well, yeah, it's like a oh, civilization,
0: I you meant, like civilizations on Earth, like Rome,
1: or no, 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 the feudal <laughs> This is a bad scale. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck system are you guys using? How <laughs> oh, is
0: that useful for anyone? You gotta fix that
1: baseline, yo. Yeah, but um, it's like I think like the second one is like the ability to harness all the energy in a star or something.
0: Well, that's a pretty fucking tall order.
1: No, because the last one's like ability to harness energy of the universe.
0: I that's stupid. I still say this is a bad scale. <laughs> why would you really need I, to harness all the energy in the universe? What the hell would you do with all that energy?
1: I don't know. Move a galaxy? Like fuck it. But why whatever would you, you, want? you want to? Me, the answer is whatever you want. <laughs> uh, well, okay, yes, that's true. So if you
0: really have a god complex, then I guess reach stage five and you'll be happy. I mean, that
1: is uh, that is your god.
0: Yeah, basically.
1: Okay, so I looked up the Carter-Shift scale. And that's what it's called, the Carter-Shift scale, and here it is. So okay. there are three types of civilizations, planetary, stellar, and galactic. The planetary civilization okay. can use and store all the energy which reaches its planet from its parent star. So like solar and, and anything shit like that So all the energy on that planet or is being radiated on that planet.
0: Do we get points because our planet kind of stored the energy for us?
1: I think so. But like we still I think we so. still don't use all the solar energy, so
0: we're still not there. But we're working on it.
1: Um. So then there's type two, which is a stellar civilization. It can harness the total energy of a planet's parent star, so a Dyson sphere okay. theoretically.
0: Okay. Well, that's probably not the only way.
1: I'm sure there's other ways, but like that's. That's just the most famous. I mean, way. yeah, you, you star killer base.
0: That's not a Dyson sphere. It doesn't matter. Or you say that's, harps, another harps, that's another way. That's another it version of it. It harnesses all the
1: energy in <laughs> a parent star. That's
0: true, it does it does do that.
1: (laughs) So what we're saying is the Empire is a type two civilization. Or rather the first order. I guess it is. You mean the first order, excuse you. The first order well I I'm sure that what was actually. Hmm. That's a good let's that's a good episode. Let's save that. What?
0: The difference between the Empire and the First Order or just Star Wars in general? No, just
1: discussing um like popular pop culture and applying the Kardashev scale. Okay. Oh. And then uh, a type three civilization is a galactic civilization. It can control energy on the scale of its entire host galaxy, so it's some pretty serious shit. <laughs>
0: that's fairly major.
1: That's pretty. That's. Pre- I wonder.
0: It's wait. It says it control all the energy.
1: Yes, it, on the scale of. Its okay, that's
0: that galaxy. seems rational, because, again. What would you do with all the energy in a galaxy? That's just so much energy.
1: Yeah, like, all the... Are you counting <coughs> all the bonds? Like,
0: shit. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that was one, one, of the, one of the ways we harnessed it.
1: Yeah, well, fuck. Okay, and then here's... <laughs> so here's the thing. There are extensions to this scale. Okay. I'm not gonna throw out all of them. But, um... Here's... Here's some, some vague ones. Uh, okay the okay so there's the there's mm, it going to go too. All right so there's the one minus this is uh, proposed by John Barrow Dr. John Barrow uh, which is capable of manipulating objects over the scale of themselves like building buildings. Uh, then it goes to genes and then molecules and nuclear bonds and then individual atoms. Like nanotechnologies Like these are each of the rankings Um Type 5 All these are like 5 minus So it's like 5 close So like the 5 minus is capable of manipulating the atomic nucleus Or something like that But here's the craziest
0: Wait 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 So Wait what do you mean 5?
1: Oh That's just um So someone expanded the scale To 0 through 5 Um Oh Yeah so. Here, you know, I'll just so you're saying the
0: peak of the peak of that harnessing energy would be harnessing everything down to like molecular bonds. Yeah,
1: well, here's or see, atomic bonds. here's the Omega-minus uh, ga- uh, civilization, Whoa. and the, the Omega-minus civilization is capable of manipulating <laughs> the basic structure of space and time. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking tall order, huh?
0: Seriously, do we even know if that's possible?
1: I mean, I think another. I think if you have a galaxy worth of energy, you do. Well, <laughs> yeah. The fuck you want? Ceci. You know what,
0: Peter? If I drop a bouncy bomb, I'm manipulating the
1: basic structure of space. Uh, yeah, actually, because you're what you're doing is you're... I think I am. No, you're no, you're the fabric of space is being uh, uh affected by that m- tiny mass.
0: I am harnessing the energy that I get from the fabric of space. Yeah, as you're a type
1: Omega-minus civilization. <laughs> yes, <laughs> as are most three-year-olds. <laughs> that tracks actually <laughs> yeah basically uh okay but here here's the phone so there's type zero four and five, uh which is just it's the basic extension of the scale there's some fucking wild extensions of the scale but this is the basic one uh zero okay it is like they don't fucking do anything they they don't rank so worse than us we're zero plus we're zero plus i think we're actually one minus. Which is... Yes. ...capable of manipulating objects over the scale of themselves. Like buildings. <laughs> we can build things.
0: There you go. We
1: discovered the fucking wheel.
0: Reactors are bigger than us. Uh, as are coal deposits.
1: Yes. Oil deposits. <laughs> and most men's egos. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so here's the, here's the other thing. Type 4 beings control the entire universe. How about Type Five beings, though? What do you think they do, CC?
0: They control the multiverse.
1: Yes, they control yes! collections of universes. Points to me. <laughs> and point to CC. <laughs> That's pretty bonkers. Anyway, we can stop talking about the Cardiff subscale, but it's fucking ridiculous and interesting to <laughs> Why
0: read. Why would we stop talking about the Cardiff? Why is there scale? observational evidence?
1: I didn't read this.
0: <laughs> what?
1: All right. I'll get to We're this. Not so I'll get to this, this later. I got to. I will be spending my evening reading the Kardashev scale.
0: <laughs> Tune in for Foundation Part Two. The Kardashev scale. Foundation <laughs> Empire and the Kardashev scale. Foundation Empire, which is only tangentially related in that the Foundation takes place in a universe that is barely ranks on the Kardashev scale. Because
1: they're bitches. They're just bitches. Anyway,
0: <laughs> they got no game.
1: Yeah, no game. All right, see you What? What else we got? <laughs>
0: um I will say I okay this book was hard for me to get into in part because it was like sort of almost an anthology it like just didn't have I mean the only character who was there really throughout was Selden and I could take or leave Selden you know yes (laughs) but um so like you weren't with the same people the whole time so I found it like hard to get attached but the point is that holy shit Albert just got home
1: Right, so... <laughs> surprising. Here's, here's where I would kind of counter with that. Or, sorry. Uh, here's where I would counter with that. That's the point. Like, the whole idea of psychohistory is that individuals don't matter. It's not matter. about individuals? Yeah, it's about the, the culture and the shift of humanity. And the foundation represents, uh, like, a driving force in the shift of humanity. So I think that's that might yeah. be part of the reason why that kind of... You feel that way about the book, because... That's the whole That's point.
0: That's a good point. That is a good point. I didn't think that that could have meaning in itself. But I guess my point about it um, was that I did like Harden. He was probably my favorite of, like, the main characters. I liked Harden.
1: Harden was a very likable and understandable character.
0: I, I, What I really liked the most about him was when he, like, started ranting at the, um, the board about how like basically just worshiping the past and like looking at all the achievements that have come before you is basically what caused this entire galactic empire to collapse i was like i was feeling that rant I was like, good job hardin
1: yeah exactly he saw it very clearly for what was actually happening
0: yeah he was like the only one who knew what was going on
1: yeah i agree. all right cc
0: i think that wraps us up Alright, I have one more thing I want to discuss, and it's my it's my fan theory, okay. um, which is that this takes place in the same universe as Dune.
1: <laughs> and Dune takes place in that thousand year gap. Yes,
0: yes, Peter, yes! <laughs> I'm so glad you understand! Oh my god. You know what? Okay, here's- okay, Foundation fails, it's like a 30,000 year gap, because I don't think the Dune Society could have come up in a thousand years. But listen, doesn't psychohistory and the way it predicts the future kind of feel like
1: my personal fan theory of how prophecy works in Dune? Especially how, you know what, like, if it, there was actually a 30,000 year dark history or dark times, like, that, the psychohistorians would become legend. So, like, yeah, that, for sure. And people trying to figure out how to see the future will be like, oh, I heard once of these psychohistorians, these famous psychologists. And uh, <laughs> yeah. and you know that's they predicted the future through understanding possibility, and they're like, all right, cool. And then eventually that just got diluted into. Then they just like I'm high space shit. Through That skill themselves.
0: Yeah, yeah. Get high, predict
1: future. <laughs> I can do that too, just with marginally less accuracy. <laughs> oh yeah, real impressive, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, oh, it's man. An, I'm so glad you said it's so. a hyped up Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what the spice is all right i i think i can get behind that fan theory excellent let us know what Welcome you guys to the think, club guys the club of two yeah we love and want to know please
0: <laughs> definitely please <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> all righty i like that if
0: you guys want to let us know what you think about that go to our website signifying nothing network.com slash sci-fi sidebar or our facebook page facebook.com slash sci-fi sidebar you
1: can email us at um sci-fi sidebar signify nothing network.com you can uh so you can find us on facebook you can find us on email you can find us on our website all the information's on the website uh links shit like that all that good good shit um yeah so our a forum if you guys want to participate in conversation one day one day we'll have some yes all right, <laughs> And then our uh, next episode will be dropping on um, September 10th. Wait, yes. Oh, look can the date. September 10th, and um, that is going to be the Foundation and Empire, the second book of in-universe chronology. Because they he- released yes. these in weird orders, but we're going by what the in-universe timeline is. So Foundation and Empire will pick up, uh, picks up a short time after Hober Mallow's Uh, great escapades and the merchant princes and all that.
0: Right. So we hope that you guys will join us then.
1: Alright, thank you guys very much. Uh, This has been Sci-Fi Cyber by the Signifying Nothing Network.
0: A tale told by idiots.
1: Alright guys, bye. Have a good Labor Day. Bye guys. Thanks for listening.